Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Payoff pitches crushed to left field. This one is gone. Trevor's story with a monster three-run shot. There we go. There we go. That is the injection of life that the Boston sports scenes needs. Was that Trupiano? That is your Portland Sea Dogs play-by-play voice who I don't know who it is. But excellent Trevor, Trevor Story three-run dinger yesterday. It's, come on. That gets the juices going. That will lead the front office to sell, to sell because they've got some internal candidates coming back. It actually might. If Story comes back. Sale, I don't think, is going to come back in time, right? He's going to be rehabbing. Yeah, uh, 2030 will be a little late. <laughs> Early August. But but uh, Schreiber is going to be activated Sunday or Tuesday. They're going to trade Martin and put Schreiber in his spot. They'll bring Story back. That'll be their uh, flashy addition. And they're going to trade uh, Paxton, who's going to start tonight against uh, Scherzer and the Mets. That is what they want to do. And short of the Red Sox going on some kind of like nine-game win streak here, Curtis, I think that's what uh, they're going to do. And let me ask you this, as a uh, media commentator of some repute and who has the pulse of the fans and sets the dialogue for the city in the yep. morning, often yep. on the Great Hill Show. Every day, every day. Do you think they'll get away with that? No. And and it's not the, – the way that Red Sox fans are voicing their displeasure is not on a beautiful Friday night at Fenway Park that got rain, you know, rain delayed. It's not going to be you know stopping watching and listening entirely to the games. It's the indifference, you know – when you are uh, not to go, whatever it's the first thing that popped in my mind. Once I like, w- there was a past, the, I passed the point of no return with my drinking, where people just became indifferent around me. They they wasted enough energy. There was nothing they could do that was going to make me stop. With the Red Sox, the indifference is. is I thought you had. A, I thought there, you had a little sit down. People. Yeah, but I kept drinking and almost died. So uh, <laughs> the. <laughs> so it didn't help. Did not. Oh. No, that was. Uh, I, I I stopped in the uh, ICU. It was the, nothing else I did. But not to get anyway. I just. The, I hope the Red Sox don't end up there. Well. Honestly, this is it our was, intervention here. It was, the, it was the best Saturday thing. intervention. But you know what? Falling flat on your face is the best thing that ever happened to me. So where the Red Sox are with the fan base, if this were even four years ago, what Sam Kennedy said to the Greg Hill show on Thursday 
would have been the topic in Boston because people would have been enraged. How are you not vying for a title? How are you relying on a guy that's more, you know, fragile than the the vase in the kitchen? How are you relying on Trevor Story, who you have no idea what he's going to be when he gets back? He just started his rehab. But that's the point. The Red Sox are identifying a rare moment in Boston sports uh, fandom. People are okay with rebuilding or bridge years or retooling like they've never been before. No, I don't. So think you take advantage of Ken, that the by selling TV, Paxton and Martin. The, the interest has gone down in the Red Sox because of this approach. It hasn't been received well. Just because people aren't enraged doesn't mean they're unhappy. What are the ratings? The Red Sox ratings on TV are way down. You have that on. Uh, I, I have heard it elsewhere reported that the anecdotal uh, evidence. Yes. Yes. Anecdotal reporting. I, well, here, let, me lay, let me tell you this. I haven't seen Tom Karen tweet once about the ratings. That'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> so the absence of something right. is your proof or something. Correct. Well, they would, I, I can research it. Um, Our ratings on the radio have been pretty good, i got to say. I'm, I'm, and it's great. And I see those numbers. And, and the radio ratings are great, and the radio station's doing well, and I think you deserve a raise. But when it comes to the overall interest, I have been listening or working in sports radio since I could talk. And I... It used to be that Brian Dahlbeck starting at shortstop would have been cause for Pete Shepard to have an aneurysm. It's no longer the case. And the reason is because fan base, the fan base. Bobby Dahlbeck, by the way. What did I say? Brian Brian Dahlbeck. I was thinking of Brian Dahlbeck and and Pete (laughs) Shepard. My apologies. Uh, Anyway, so I, that's the issue here is that while they will, you will perceive it as a tacit appreciation or acceptance in, from my perspective, it is, revulsion and anger but not worth the time i don't think so i i think you're going to get enough they'll still hang in the mix enough doing that and get a couple prospects that they'll spin as positive for next year yeah that fans are going to be fine with it and that's what blue and maybe that's what they should do that's what bloom is here to do as you said so let him do what he does well right so what's wrong with that then what's wrong with letting bloom trade paxton and martin well because they're not going to do it they're not going to do that. They're not going to trade Paxton and Martin. You, you think they're going to just stick with the team? They're not going to make... They won't do anything? If they are where they are now or better. So I'm leaving out the possibility that they lose six of eight, okay? And they're now three games over and they're four or five games out of the third wild card. So in a week and a half, they're still two games back. Right. Whatever. They're about where they are. They are not selling. No way in hell. You can book it, take it to the bank, and, and, and get some interest on it. But Be- that's a weird approach, too. That's just... Because I know... Heim Bloom began the sell last year. He he opened the, the garage sale. Yeah, yeah. He sold the record player, and then his mom <laughs> yelled at him, and he shut down the sale. I know, but I don't think mom's going to yell at him this year. I, I, I do. Sam Kennedy told you this week. Do this, does this Red Sox front office seem to be a crew that takes criticism well? Or do they take criticism and then go diametrically opposed to what they were doing prior to the criticism? Well, they did last year, but they're... It's they, not last they year. They said they screwed up for it. It's it's Theo to Sherrington, Nabrowski to Heim. Yes, it's they've reversed course. Uh, they have, but right. they've also won four times. No, Ken, you're bringing up something... That so, so maybe that's not a bad approach. But anyway, I don't think they're doing that this year. Right, so then you're making my point. They will I, react I, negatively to the fan base critique because what happens when... You, but they are now... They support Bloom more than Cora. But Ken, that's the way it's drifted. But here's what happens when, and, and you cannot argue this anymore, that for John Henry, the Red Sox are no longer front of mind. They are a part of a broadened for- portfolio. And what happens when you're a distant dad and you come in and you see an issue, you just throw money at it because time is too much, too expensive for mm, you. I don't think they're going to do that. I believe they will. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think that the, the most important element for the Red Sox, more than any other sports team, because of baseball's reliance on the gate, and the attendance in September and all that, what they lost in the pandemic, all 
they need a little bit of buzz. And if they sell off, what, why are people coming to the park on August 24th? Because Trevor Story, the home run call you just heard, is back. Schreiber's back. Whitlock, but Alker you just back. said they're not contending. I think they're going to be the same position they are, but they're going to trade what, two what parts their, away. What is their biggest need right now? Starting pitch. What are they going to trade? A starting pitch. Okay. But they're going to get two back. They're going to get Hauk and Whitlock back. Ken, do you think Hauk That's is their go- excuse. I don't think it's going to. It's a but winning think, plan, if you're but getting, that's their plan. That's getting, my prediction. Okay, if you're this close to the playoffs, and you're telling me Story, Sale, and Hauk and Whitlock are all going to be healthy. And Schreiber. So then why wouldn't you go for it? If you add a piece or two you're in this. Because they're dying to let Bloom get prospects for Paxton and Martin. Okay, well, and be sustainable year after year. That's can we hear the Sam Kennedy cut? This is a little bit of what he told you guys Thursday. If you missed it, then you can always go back on the Odyssey app and listen anytime. Just subscribe to the Greg Hill Show. Here is the Red Sox chief uh, uh, president, rather Sam Kennedy. I don't think you want to make a trade at the trade deadline just to make a trade. I think you want to make a deal to bolster uh, what you have if if you need to. If you have holes, what's really interesting uh, as we come into this trade deadline look we're right in the mix here we're 51 and 46 we've got the potential post trade deadline for three impact starters to come back hopefully in the month of august with and, and wit and tanner and chris sale and then you know fingers crossed but we might have trevor story coming back sooner than later an impact arm in the bullpen and john schreiber so it, it's frankly it's much more important that we get those guys back healthy yeah. See, I mean, he, he told you right there, we're getting three starters back. Right. Then they why are would certainly you... not trading for a guy. Right. The and question I... is whether they do nothing or whether they sell off parts. I guess that's what we're arguing here. Well, the frustrating component to me is that Sam is, a, is saying, like, this is a normal course of action for the organization. When he knows he was here. He had a front row seat to the way they used to approach the deadline. It was an eye on the Yankees. It was an eye on, you know, maybe the Angels. They have an eye on the Yankees, and they're bottoming out. That also helps their case. So then why are you selling off and not going for it? You're 12-1 and one against the Blue Jays and the Yankees this year, and you have a shot to improve with reinforcements coming in. They think they can win with the current team, even without Paxton. They don't. I think they do. If They thought they, they think could... Houck, he just told you, they think Sale, Houck, and, and how many contending? Whitlock. How many contending teams trade their second best pitcher? I know, but this is the Red Sox. This okay. is not, this okay, that's is not, not an the norm. Answer. That's not an answer. This is what they're doing. I'm, I don't care about what they're doing. I'm asking you. <laughs> and they'll get away it. with it. They'll get away with it. They, I don't think the fans will be that upset. Man, when you, I can be wrong. I'd like to take some calls on the matter. Oh, 617-779-7937. AJ in Cranston. Hi, AJ. What's going on, boys? First thing, Ken, you just you don't think the fans are going to be mad. I think the fans are going to be irate. I think I think Red Sox Nation is, is tired of the Bloom approach, but that wasn't my, my point. The point I, I'm going to make is I think if we keep seeing this in with side and that Bloom's really going to take the wheel and his approach is he wants prospects. And I think that his, his shock and awe move, we're going to see him move guys like Paxton and Murphy, but, not, but it, you know, to, to send a message to the clubhouse that it's Bloom's team and he's in charge, don't be surprised if he moves on from guys like Turner as well. And in that, and in that, and in that take, if that happens, you know, we can we can kiss Clara goodbye, which, in my opinion, is just the absolute wrong move across the board. You know, I I think they need to be buyers at the deadline, not subtract, not trade Paxton, and you know that that's I know that's a far left you know left field take that I have there. It's just it just seemed like Bloom is that kind of guy. He wants to establish control. He's in charge. He's making the decisions. And you kind of heard it the other day with Kennedy's interview. You're like. They're not. They, they're waiting on all the players that are hurt to come back, and that's going to be the 
the big acquisitions. And, yeah, we can all look forward for Trevor Story coming back. And that's great. He hit a home run at double-A ball. I'm super excited for him coming back. But that's not the answer. You know, and it's just it would really, really, really – I really think we'll see if – that, if that happens and Bloom gets his way, we're going to see a mutinous clubhouse and players are going to start to turn on the front office. And, and I really don't think we'll see Cora much longer after that. And I really, really would hate to see that. But I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and show up and listen, guys. I love the show. Thank you, guys. All right, AJ. That's a good call there. He, he brings up a good point. If they do trade Paxton and Chris Martin, right, then the veterans are pissed. So you better trade them as well. That's a great point. And well, Cora's pissed. But you. Can't, but here's the thing: is what you're talking. So Duvall about, and Turner are also gone. What you're advocating them doing is exactly what they did last year. Not really, because they're not. Um, they're not really going for it. Like they they reversed course and then tried to. They didn't go, go for, for it. it last year. They traded Vasquez and acquired Hosmer. They got Hosmer. They went for the. Oh yeah. <laughs> they went for the Hos. I know. He, 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 he was a big impact bat down the stretch. Yeah, he got the Red Sox's son. That was about it. Um. And the only reason they did that was because the Padres were still paying him. It's not like they went to go do it and said, oh, Eric Hosmer is going to help us go on a playoff run. No, they did it to appease the fans because the other team was still paying for him. Right. That, that, Hosmer, was Hosmer ba- did not appease Hos- any Hosmer fan. was basically Joe Judge. <laughs> he was Joe Judge? He's getting paid elsewhere. The only reason he was here. Yeah, Joe right, Judge and it's to give the fans the illusion that they're doing something. Right, because people, it was like Hosmer had that Pablo Sandoval, like he was famous for. Well, him. they're not doing that this year. That's the difference. They're not going to go out and get a Hosmer. Good. They're just going to trade a couple parts. Okay, and, and go with the current team and say we got tra- the biggest need. Remember is- when the Bruins got Louis Erickson? Yeah, they kept him at the deadline. I remember where I was when that it happened. was the own rental approach. They have an own rental on all these guys. Don't we have ads saying timeshare exit team on this station? <laughs> Let's go to. Do you think Cora's in trouble? That was uh, his other hint that they're going to go full in support of Bloom, and therefore Cora is a bit on the hot seat. So the only reason I believe that uh, Heim Bloom is secure is that stupid Bob Holder piece that was a month or two ago. Oh, you're so right about that. Which is there's no other. Uh, Bradfield and I talked about this. There is nobody that is more um, related and tied into the direction of the owner of the Boston Globe than Bob Holder. He does long form investigative pieces. <laughs> That is his job, sort of like the spotlight, but for sports. And for him to do that kind of a deep dive into the long history of Boston and Heimblum's family and his dad and his grandfather and the criticism he receives and the steadfast nature of his approach and his brilliance. Well, there you go. I mean, they're gonna, they will trade off some parts, and there's not going to be a mutiny. I mean, that's the one thing I disagree on with AJ. I, there, you think there will actually be a riots here on Lansdowne Street if they do that? I don't think AJ was saying people are going to riot. I, I believe that the, the fan base will just turn it off. Yeah, I don't think. I think they're going to stick in for the return of Trevor Story. Why would Story. they? Trevor Story, Garrett Whitlock, Tanner Houck. The if, you invest, if, you're paying, if you're going to the game today and you spend 170 a pop for seats, why do you want the team to trade James Paxton? I don't. I, well, I want them to, to sign him to an extension. But, but you've I been think, saying all day why it makes sense. I, well, it only makes sense from if, if, this is, if you're going with Bloom and you want to let him do what he does best, that's what he was brought here for, to trade guys like James Patton. Sudoku. Yes, exactly, to do Sudoku. All right, we're up against it again. Oh. Plenty of time for calls. i, I got to tell you, I dominated the clock this week. You have been rough this morning. Right on. That's why I'm breaking now. we got a trending with Brian Frizzoco.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. At the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio at Fenway Park, it is the Kenny Carter Show, brought to you by your New England Ford dealers and their Discover Summer Sales Event. Large inventory in stock, and now is the best time to trade in, trade up, or discover your best summer ever with Ford. Heim Bloom, ready to trade in, trade up, and find his best summer ever. It's coming. D-Day, decision time. I have a question. You think they'll do nothing at all. I yeah, think it's stunning most, to me. Just nothing. Likely. Inactivity. Trading James Paxton would be shockingly uh, tone deaf from my perspective. But but they'll get some AAA guy that's oh, got the I love the AAA guy. That is like a 60 on the prospect list that they'll talk up, and half the fan base will say, that's a great idea. We need another pitcher next year. I have a theory that has nothing to do with this conversation, just an aside. Have you noticed that when you bring your car in, that there's never any loaners available anymore? Is that because the secondary car market is so strong that pe- these companies are just selling them instead of keeping them around for people to drive? I've never brought my car in and got a loaner car ever in my life. I don't oh, know what really? you're doing. What are you... Oh, yeah. So you, you own these luxury vehicles that need, like, tuned up in service. That is not in my world. Oh, okay. Well, every time I bring my car in, there's never a loaner available, and I think it might be related to the economy. It was just throwing it out there. Okay. Very relatable. 617-779-790. Sorry, I was in Montreal <laughs> for the week. My, my in-laws are there. I'm not like I'm in the fine dining of the city. I'm stuck in the suburbs. Yeah. God. Rue to St. Laird. <laughs> Rental cars or courtesy cars. That's a whole other world. Uh, somebody is upset that we do not know the Sea Dogs play-by-play voice. Can we hear the oh. call again first, and, and then we'll uh, we'll let oh, Cur- Emma, Emma deserves an apology from my perspective. All right, here's the Trevor story: three on homers. The only thing positive in Boston sports these days uh, from last night. Playoff pitches crushed to left field. This one is gone. Trevor's story with a monster three-run shot. There you go. That is the hope. That's the hope for the future. Yep. All right, Carissa, what is the name of the play-by-play broadcaster that we should know? That is Emma Tiedemann, of course, and she is okay. an absolute star of broadcasting. you got to be finger on the pulse, Ken. you got to know that. 
All right. Yep. I think I, I swing and a miss I, by I, Ken. I follow Emma on Twitter. She does a great job. I forgot her name. Yep. That's a good call. Hey, you know what's what sports radio station in the country has two female voices in morning and afternoon drive? Okay, Ken. Weei. Your bona fides are all set. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, you often Courtney say, and Mega do a great job. You often say that that call was a part of Portland Sea Dogs history. Can I uh, have Emma replace Chris Curtis on the Saturday show? Please, I would love to call a summer of Portland Sea Dogs games. Great food in Portland. Let's go to Jerome and Situate on the Alex Cora Red Sox situation. Hi, Jerome. Hey, guys. How are you? Ken and Curtis, two possible Hall of Famers coming with you two. Um, listen, all I'm thinking about is the greatest sports movie ever is Remember the Titans. Great Alex flick, Cora, sunshine. Alex Cora is fighting all odds. He, he, he's tough when he has to be, but he's a, he's a player's manager. And, and you know, far be it from me, Curtis, uh, you know I always give you a little knowledge about the South Shore. Yeah, okay? I love it today. Now, we, you know, we've got quite a mossing industry down there. Yep. And we were we saying a Rolling Stone, and it was made right down there in, in uh, Peggy Beach. Right. It's a Rolling Stone gathers no moss. In other Amen. words, you're going to do something. Have the damn Jesus, but the, between the Patriots and the Red Sox, <laughs> right. do something. You, right. You're on the edge. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, gaining a lot of moss in Foxborough and on Jersey Street. And I would say... Uh, well, the Bruins gathered uh, no moss. You know what they it, did a lot, and they, were, they flamed out. Right. They combusted. You know what? In epic fashion. As Michael Scott said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And you know what inertia is? You know what inertia is, uh, Jerome? Inertia is an object in motion wants to stay in motion. An object object at rest wants to stay at rest. Therefore, if you're going for something, you're at least trying. Who was the first baseball player to throw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball? I think it was uh, Bob Gibson. Uh, No, you're incorrect on that one. Satchel Page. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, oh no, I know, I know, Jerome, Jerome, I know, I know, I know. Tim Wakefield. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's go. He made a great commercial when he went, went nuts with... Uh, Nolan he Ryan. Had fight, he had to fight on the mound. I think it was with Rollades or something. Yeah. Nolan how do you spell, Ryan. Roli- how do you spell relief? R-O-L-A-I-D-S, the Nolan Ryan ad. Yeah, right. yeah. Remember Nolan Ryan getting a fight on the mound? Had the guy in the head. Yeah, Robin right. Ventura. Great fight. Noogies, yeah. That was, was awesome. Yeah. Right. Hey, so right, listen, you feel, yeah, sure you feel smarter after talking to me? I do every time, Jerome, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. A Rolling Stone Gathers No Moss was first credited to Pubilus Cirrus, who said, people who are always moving with no roots in one place or another avoid responsibility and cares. Yeah, and, and But in this case, Bloom would be doing something. He would be moving towards next year. He said that on Sirius Radio? <laughs> yes, he did. Wow. A competitor. You don't think this team's championship caliber this year, do you? Well, no, but I didn't think the 2013 Red Sox team was championship caliber at this time. That is a good counter because nobody did. Right. They, so there's always that to pull from. That, that team there's, under the radar won the division. And Tampa is scuffling. They're in search of a starting pitcher at the deadline. Baltimore is actually the team I fear the, the most. The 2013 Red Sox, one of two teams, uh, yeah, two teams to win a championship in Boston in the last 20 years of dominance. Should the Red Sox sell or buy or do nothing, as Curtis is advocating, 617-779-7937. Why are people want to yell at me? Here's Mac in North Carolina. Hi, Mac. I love it. Hey, guys. How's it going? So, can you refer to um, Brian Bayo as Baby Pedro? Well, Garrett Whitlock is 
baby sale because he's always hurt. He's always oh, out with what a paper cut or whatever it is. And he's always going to be like that. Guys that are hurt at the beginning of their careers usually end up being hurt throughout their careers. And that's just the way it is. And high and bloom, you look at him the wrong way. He doesn't look at trades as buying or selling. He looks at the trade. He has a value on every single player. And if the aggregate value he's getting back is more than the aggregate value he thinks he's giving up, he makes the trade. And that's just the way it is. It's the so way it's think, always going to so, be as long as we have him. So, Mac, you believe they will trade? They will sell? I don't know. It, it just depends on what they get back. If somebody calls and gives him what he thinks is value in return, he will do it. If nobody gives him value, if somebody called and said, I'll give you Otani for you know, your second and fourth best prospect. He would do it in a second because he'd be getting value back. Yeah, well, unfortunately, that's not going to happen. But I, I see your point, but he's going to get... Whitlock maybe long-term, Chris Sale, but he'll be back to pitch this year. So they'll fix their starting pitching problem in short order with Halk and Whitlock. Can you, can you do, paint a picture for me where they do what you want them to do? An old Bob Ross. Yeah, and uh, I'm a more of a Georgia O'Keefe guy, but... <laughs> Uh, for next year, where the moves they make at the trade deadline on, and, and where they are to be title contenders next year. Well, I would love to see them extend Paxton. I've said that. I think you found a guy here that fits, although the last start was a little wonky. And they're basically, he's a six-day rest guy. And also James But he's Paxton, a good fifth starter. Let's say he pitches this way the rest of the year and he remains on the Red Sox. You offer him arbitration, he declines. Don't you get a first-round pick? Is he up for arbitration? He's pretty old. He's not. He's beyond that. I think. Well, he's a free agent. Oh yeah, you mean like a qualifying offer, right? And then he signs yeah. elsewhere. I think that's true. Pick. I think that's true. So then, why not do that? But that's so deferred. You know how long that takes for those picks. Oh yeah. Well, Marcelo Mayer's twenty. He'll be here in a year. <laughs> you know, hitting three forty. Kyle Teal made his uh, uh, interview debut yesterday with Scott Boris. Good little chat. Check out the Brad Fo Show Twitter account for a six-minute uh, cinematic video there. I love Scott Boris talks. He's always so entertaining. Um. Well, I think they need to sign a few guys in the offseason, especially if they do trade okay, Turner and Can you explain to me why Wareheim Bloom has shown any desire to commit long-term money? Well, it doesn't have to be long-term money. Don't you think the Turner and Duvall approach has worked? Do you think Veteran that... short-term Band-Aids? I think fans like that. Don't you get no, tired fans, of guys? Fans want to relate to players. They want to, The Red Sox have said publicly ad nauseum for years. We want to find players that can play here and retain them. That's yeah. their whole goal. So right. now what they do is they find players that can play here and then they trade them. But like last night, for instance, before it got postponed, Jaron Duran, watching him get on, steal second, take third on the throw to the outfield, and then come home on the infield grounder. Fans identify with that. Right, and then when he's due for a big contract, they'll trade him. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't so where, where, explain to me they, where They could have traded Duran. They didn't. When? Last year. At the bottom of his value? Okay, they could trade him this year, but they no, won't. They, they, They're going to keep him I, I because give, fans identify with I give the Cora credit that he, uh, Duran has turned it around this year. He was, uh, I mean, we, we, I was sitting here. I mean, he was losing balls in, in, in the sky and then bitching about it afterwards, not taking accountability. He's the reverse. He went from rock bottom to yeah. beloved in a year. You know, God bless him. So I, I just don't understand why the, the focus isn't when you're charging premium prices to put a premium product on the field. Or... Why Sam Kennedy or Heim Bloom don't just stand up there and say, "We are rebuilding. This is a bridge year." When I've asked how, I've asked every member of the the front office on the Greg Hill Show this year in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. 
is this a rebuild? Is this, you know, can this team win it all? And they will all say yes. And none of them believe it. But what was the quote that you pointed out that Kennedy told you? About the, uh, the people that are coming back? Well, that, but also examples of things they can't do. Teams that spent and it didn't translate. Right. So we, we'll get so that. So that's in the forefront of their mind. Right. That, that they, the Mets spending didn't equate to success. Of course. But I would point to the Red Sox that each the year. The Angels, Trout, Otani. Each they're year the, in it this year somewhat. Each year the Red Sox won the World Series. They have spent at the top four or five at the least in payroll in Major League Baseball. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the 2013... I'll look it up right now. But, I mean, so... Well, that was a big argument before the season. Tom Werner got very upset that <laughs> Gresh had pointed out they were not top 10, and he said defiantly they are top 10. Right, but they won't tell you where in the top 10. Right, or by the end of the season, you'll see the numbers come out. Right, 2013, they were fourth in Major League Baseball, or in... Do we want to do the 40-man or whatever? I don't know. Uh, the 40-man... The year-end 40-man roster of the 2013 Red Sox was third at $176 million. In 2007, third. 2004, second. 2018, first. First, third, third, second. The four years they won a World Series in payroll in Major League Baseball. They are not near that right now. So to say that you can't win when you spend is absolutely inaccurate, factually, when you look at what the Red Sox have done. 207, Texter, you have to keep Duran. He's blossomed into an extremely explosive player. And I think they will. Those are the guys that they that Bloom's all about, right? He's not going to trade Duran. No, no. I would hope that. I mean, Duran is a, a dream for him. And so the Red Sox within that 2013 team had a five-year, $83 million. John Lackey is the highest paid guy. They had given Shane Victorino three years, $40 million. So the, the third highest paid player on that team, Ryan Dempster. 617 Texture agrees with you. I am aggravated with Red Sox ownership because this team is clearly fourth in their priority behind Liverpool, the real estate deals, and the Penguins. By the way, those uh, real estate deals look pretty cool. Oh, God. The continued buildup of Fenway? Yeah, they're never getting rid of this place. It'll be here forever. Despite the flooding last night, I thought it handled the water well. It did. I mean, I, I, the only thing that I am nervous about, we talked about this briefly uh, this past week. Courtney brought it up, and it was an uh, interesting conversation. The seaport is nice, but if you dropped me into the seaport, I would have no idea I'm in Boston. It is the most just basic, rich non it's like you're in a lobby of a four seasons it's just you don't has, know has he ever gone he claims he greg he goes there all the time oh he goes to the omni yeah he does like the omni that's true so the i don't want the rest of boston to be seaported so i love the feel of boston i love walking around you know in the back bay i love walking in the north end i love walking in all the different communities southeast got its own feel if this becomes like the seaport which it's on its way to doing then it's not the right thing. Also, I mean, for the John Henry, not a lot of affordable housing being built uh, around the park. Kind of goes against the Boston Globe's uh, thought. I about. thought part of that was affordable housing. Yeah, so affordable housing is a two-bedroom for $3.5 million. <laughs> Nine, seven, eight, Texture. The Red Sox used to compete with the Yankees to make sure they didn't get the better players. They need to get Shohei so the Yankees don't get him. You think the Yankees will actually get Shohei? Well, did you think they'd spend whatever they spent for Aaron Judge in the last second? Right, how's that going for them? Right now, it says that the according to Cox Baseball Contracts. Hey, guys. Uh, big fans everywhere, Ken. There was Love a guy you. out here jogging in place just to listen to the show. Oh, wow. A minute ago. Or awesome. he had to go to the bathroom. I'm not sure which was. Well, if, it, I haven't done anything today. This young kid just did 10K. <laughs> so I'm an idiot. But uh, the Red Sox right now are 12th in Major League Baseball in That's payroll. That's respectable. 
Where, let's see where they rank in charging a family to go to a game. Fan cost oh, index. 617-779-799. Ken, you are a very frugal man, okay? Do you do you go out of your way to spend things, spend more on things than their value? I'm not that cheap. I mean... You're very responsible. You're very... Somewhat responsible, but I appreciate value. I'll go out and spend when... You know, when it warrants. Right. You, you you went to Grill 23 and you just had a mashed potato appetizer. <laughs> I, I don't get the... What, do you, what kind of cars do you get? Loaner cars or whatever it is. But okay. I, I didn't know it was such a strange thing that you get a loaner car. Uh, God. Uh, Jones said yesterday they're 14th in spending. The Red Sox right now are the most expensive team to go see in person by a factor of $12 above the Chicago Cubs at $325.27 to go to a game. They are the most expensive team to go see and they have the 12th highest payroll. Not well, exactly great. Well, would it... I think fans, if they put that money into, let's say they extend Bayo, sign him, that's a goodwill signing to go with Yoshida what last does year. Goodwill signing mean like you're locking up young guys for good money for long term, like Devers. If you so pay, it'd pay, be Devers, Bayo, and you have a core developing. If you pay a guy twenty grand to redo your kitchen and he redoes your kitchen, do you give him a round of applause? Okay, but they paid Yoshida ninety million. It's working out pretty well. Right, and they're they paying Devers big, big money. Right, so they can still spend and be good, right? Exactly. So, but you're the one who told me that Chris Sale was the reason they shouldn't spend. Well, that was not a great choice, you would admit. That was uh, money foolishly spent. It appears that Heim Bloom can spend it. I mean, uh, well, the Trevor Story uh, signing is still out there, but... Uh, the point is, I don't mind having a GM who is cautious to just blow money. The, That's a good thing. The As a fan, you want that. You don't want him to blow money because it will affect you down the line at some point. The point is, is that this management team led by Heim Bloom, adds a degree of difficulty unnecessarily because it doesn't mean as much to them if they have to spend to win. It's all about drafting and developing and being smarter than other teams. John Henry is on an economic reform committee in Major League Baseball I know. attempting to curb the spending. The owner of the Boston Red Sox should never be attempting to curb spending, especially when you look at the hypocrisy of it because the second he bought the team, he outspent everybody to win a World Series. And then he did it again and again and again. Now all of a sudden, his, he doesn't want to have to spend because he's got more entities like the Penguins and Liverpool that he's in charge of. So he wants to mitigate spending by other teams after he abused the system to make the money, enrich himself, and purchase other sports franchises. That is not who you want running your baseball team. Let's go to uh, David in Florida on the Otani sweepstakes. Hi, David. Good morning. You know, How are we? Oh, we're doing wonderful. Thank you. First of all, if you two were a buddy movie, would you be stepbrothers? Would you be Lethal Weapon? Would you be Starsky and Hutch? What, what, what would you be? Uh, I like the odd couple. Curtis is messy. Very messy. I haven't seen uh, stepbrothers, but I hear it's great. You've never seen stepbrothers, Mr. Curtis? Oh, yeah, my it's, goodness gracious. Swing and a miss by me. <laughs> But I've lost all respect for you. Uh, well, I'll have now, to survive. Yeah. Now, with the Red Sox, here's here's my deal for for Otani. Yep. And I know uh, I know that I've said I hate that De- I, I don't like Devers, but I'm going to use him as a centerpiece. And we got Devers, Duvall, and that minor league prospect. Maybe throw in some cash for Otani. What do you think of that? Devers, Duvall, yeah. and cash for Otani. Is this some kind of a joke? Yeah, I don't think that. Why would the Angels want Devers if they're not spending money on Otani? <laughs> Duvall is uh, he's got a, he's got a hot <laughs> bat. He's peaking at the but right time. It is the most bizarre thing that the Angels have these two. I don't think they're going to trade him now. First ballot Hall of Famers on their roster. They're kind of in it though. They're not so far back. 
I mean, if you're an Angels fan and you're four back of the wild card, you can't trade Otani now. Uh, I feel like the I, Red Sox are in it. The Angels are a game and a half behind you, so you have to say the same thing about them. Well, I, I, I agree. Red Sox are in it, for sure. They've got hope. But the only trade that makes sense, I heard uh, Ben Maller the other day while I was driving into work say. Oh, my buddy Ben. Love Ben. He said that uh, the Dodgers make the most sense. They have a great farm system somehow. You know, I bet you they have a great farm system because they keep just signing free agents <laughs> and they develop players that they don't need and they trade them for big league what ready guys. What have they won? One pandemic World Series where Manfred was drunk. Okay. What, how many titles has the approach Bloom, Billy Bean, and the Rays have done one? Let's go to Justin in D.C. Hi, Justin. Hey, gents. Curtis touched on this earlier, um, but you do get a first-round compensatory draft pick for James Paxton. Your caller, Mac, kind of laid out how Heim Bloom does trade. So based on that, unless they get wowed, and they won't, I think there's 0% chance that they trade Paxton just because the value doesn't add up there. But my question for you two is, the Red Sox come down to Washington, D.C. the 16th through the 18th, so I don't have to give John Henry any of my money. I can buy tickets now for really cheap, like $70 a piece and get first row seats, first base dugout. Wow. Or I can wait. Um, so my question is, if the Red Sox are out of it, uh, you know, basically three weeks from now, I'm not going to go. Should I buy the tickets now, and, or do you guys think they're going to be out of it in three weeks? Uh, well, you're asking Ken. He will never say they're out of it. Uh, Ken, they're not going to be out of it. They will not be out of the race. I, I, the schedule's I, not that tough. It is so much more fun to have in a late August, early September. I mean, you and How I can... fun was the last day of the regular season in 2011? 2011? 2011, I don't know where. Two years ago. You were celebrating Devers Bombs. It I was, was unbelievable. We were at... It was a great night. The wonderful sporting club which, at the hotel yes. we just talked about, Omni yep. in the Seaport. Wiggy was up in the suite having a party, not inviting us. We were doing a show downstairs, <laughs> belly bumping with the Devers big hit. A lot of smoke coming out of that party. That was a lot of smoke. It was uh, it was like Courtney was making a bagel. But the <laughs> Was that the hookah night with Jalen? Jalen wasn't there that night. I don't know what his source was on that. I think it was Vrabel who t- totally ruined us. <laughs> but uh, talk about the red herring. Mike Vrabel saying, we got no shot. Mr. Kraft is going to be spending at the airport. Anyway, uh, that, right. Don't you want that again? Let's say that, let's just work with me, okay? Let's say you're right. Let's say that they do want to trade Paxton. They get a couple good, you know, top 100 minor league players for him, right? And then they get Tanner Houck and they get, you know, uh, Whitlock, Whitlock and back. Sale. And it's the final game of the regular season. And they have to start the, ta- the, the Paxton replacement because yeah. they had to use Bayo and Hawk and Whitlock just to get to that point. They would get destroyed. <laughs> it would not be great. Or let's say James Paxton is pitching for an American League team, and he beats you in that game. But conversely, if Sale comes back and pitches Ken, well, they will be so sanctimonious Ken, about can, that. I'm going to fly home, okay? I'm just going to step out of this window. I'm going to get Did the Did you read the spear flight. piece? He was in Cooperstown. He's reborn. Yeah, he spearheaded the effort. It is the Kenny Curtis Show from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio. More your Red Sox calls and an in-person visit from Bradford at 11 here at Fenway Park before the doubleheader. Let's play two. And uh, I would like to get your thoughts on something that I believe I will be out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I believe uh, Greg Hill will be interested in one nugget in one of Shaughnessy's uh, picking up the pieces items in his column yesterday. Ooh, good. Let's do that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Ken and Curtis show from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio. Give me the Shaughnessy latest. As oh, geez, going under. Sorry, I was just uh, talking to a very nice gentleman. Uh, who had just completed the uh, run to uh, run to home base. Excellent event they do at Fenway Park, and that this ownership group has put together. Tom Warner, I believe, is the one who came up with the idea, and it is great, great work. The people that sacrificed their lives for us get absolutely treated like crap in most places. So I'm very happy that the Boston Red Sox use Fenway Park to help raise funds for the. Uh, the Hidden Wounds of War, which is what they do with this. So uh, Dan Shaughnessy in John Henry's Boston Globe writes this as part of his picking up the pieces. He's up at the Baseball Hall of Fame. Shaughnessy's like one of three people left that give a damn about this thing, only because he got inducted a couple years ago. I'll say I was there. That's right. Alex Spear was staying in the spare bedroom of the Airbnb in Cooperstown. Uh, Dan Shaughnessy writes, Any player who mentions the Massachusetts Millionaire's Tax as a reason not to play for a Boston team is not a player I want playing for the Celtics, Red Sox, Bruins, or Patriots. How much is enough? This means you, Grant Williams. So, I always find this amazing. He's so right about that. What are you talking about? How, how many millions do you really need? I mean, it's like, at some point, like... Why is Dan Shaughnessy still writing a column? Couldn't there be a young up-and-coming, up-and-coming columnist that could take his spot? That he could right, give the spot? How much do you think Shaughnessy makes a year? Well, who, what, what it's We're all talking it, about when you make two hundred million. Does it matter that you make two hundred and one? My guess is Shaughnessy makes well into six figures. So, what? How much is enough? Okay, a million and two hundred million is a bit different. Well, first of all, Dan Shaughnessy is how old? My guess is in his sixties. <laughs> sure, I'd guess that. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly oh, yeah. have no idea. But I'm going to guess he's, he's ageless. I guess he's been doing this for 35, 40 years. So, uh, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to play for eight years, and Grant Williams will play for nine or ten years. So Dan Shaughnessy is doing something four to five times as long because of his career path than these athletes have. And why is it Dan Shaughnessy's decision of how other people spend or allocate their money? I mean, the notion that he... My guess is Dan Shaughnessy maximizes his earning potential every time he negotiates a deal, right? Sure. Does he do anything for free? As somebody that's tried to get him on the radio show in the past, he does nothing for free. Really? Wow. And so, oh, Mets fan, look out. Uh, I think that's actually Shaughnessy. Um, (laughs) So why, that person lecturing someone else about how much money they should be allowed to make. Grant Williams just signed a $54 million contract. Okay. Let's say he takes home half of that. Okay. So so he shouldn't be able to set up. Can you manage $25 million to live off for the rest of your life? Is that that difficult to do? I mean, what a way to live. $25 million. So he should just give it to the government because they're great at spending money. They don't waste anything. We have poop in our beach water. (laughs) I mean, that's sincerely. So we should just, people should just, does Dan Shaughnessy pay more to the government than he has to? Do you think? Does he pay more in taxes than he should? Why are you, why is this a hit piece on Shaughnessy? I'm asking you a simple question. Do you think Dan Shaughnessy overpays the IRS? Probably not. I don't know his taxes. Yeah, but, why, but why wouldn't he? He has enough money. He can't live off 100000 He has to have 200000 You're talking, I mean, it's really peanuts compared to. No, it's all. Multi million dollar athletes. It's all relative. Why, why, I, my question is for somebody whose earning power is a fraction of Dan You Shaughnessy. haven't chased every last dollar in this industry. Well, I mean, okay, but I have the it benefits. It comes to a point when you, you're happy. You want to. You're in a place that is accepting of you. They tolerate your uh, oh, uh, misgivings. Okay. I, By the way, I as I was leaving late one night, I saw the cleaning lady in your office 
picking up crumbs off your desk. I felt so bad for her. I was like, I God. never, I don't even eat at my, barely in my office. There's crumbs all over the front of your desk, right by the, and she's sitting there. She's like hand picking. Never mind. I mean, I mean, at, anyway, whatever. I don't know what that's relevant to. You're but, messy. Okay. Well, we deal with it. It's fine. It's part of you. Okay, well, you're, um, you're loved. You're, you're beloved here yeah, at Odyssey. Um, Till January. <laughs> and then we'll see. But of course I'm going to do what's ever best for me and my family. And as should every player that plays with the, for the Boston right. team. So if it means taking less to stay in a city that you fit and are a success at, I don't understand chasing the last dollar. If that's Shaughnessy's point, I totally agree. So you don't understand having a limited time in your life to earn money at that level where it will fall off precipitously when you're 35 and hopefully you'll live 50 years. If you Why? give me $25 million now, I'm quite sure I will okay. How many people invest that win, it properly. What would you say the percentage of people that win the lottery become b- bankrupt? Uh, that's a problem. Okay, why do you think that is? Because they mismanage their money. Because they spend what they have. Spend foolishly. Well, right. So don't do that. Well, you can't spend foolishly if you don't have money. Yeah, well. And, and, and for, for Dan Shaughnessy, of all people, to sit there and lecture players about <laughs> how much they should make, it is the height of hypocrisy. By the way, John Rahm has uh, put a 63 on the board today yeah. in the last day of the Open Championship. Matt Boy also is only uh, uh, Harmon bo- bogey the first, so it's uh, we're getting to have a pretty good Sunday uh, lining up for the uh, the Open Championship. Rory's four under. Yep. And uh, bo- uh, the leader bogey the first, so very interesting that? start. All right, we might have an interesting tournament. A couple uh, texts to clean up here before... Uh, Bradfield comes in. 413 texter. If you're spending over $300 to go to a Red Sox game, you're doing it wrong. Could be true. 207 texter. How about this? Great point. Three players right now. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on one second. What, you're doing it wrong. It's not what you can get it for. It's that the team is charging the highest ticket price while spending less on the team. That's what the point is. Three players right now. Devers, Story, and Yoshida. $590 million committed. 207 texture points out. That's true. That's a lot of money for three players. You say they're not spending? They're not spending t- like Mets level? Sure. But that's pretty oh, good dollars. No, they're not spending to their level what they had spent when they won championships. Okay. Um, I mean... I- 603 texture. If Sale, Kluber, Whitlock, and Story were on the damn field, the Sox would be going places even if they were 70% of their norm. Those guys are all key pieces. I don't think anybody's disputing that. So there had, they had a plan that could have won, but they just didn't have right. enough depth he, he, built. Right. Here's what happens. Okay? That's what Bloom's afraid of going forward. Here's, not enough depth. Here's the issue with the Red Sox. They have the ability to swing and a miss on a big signing like they've done, whether it was Crawford or Sandoval or Sale, and they've still been able to win because that's what this market gives them the benefit of. The fan base of the Red Sox and their fandom of the team and how they spend their money for the Red Sox product enables the organization to miss and still be in contention. The depth and all of those things can be rectified with year band-aids like they did this year, and they can still allocate resources elsewhere within their budget. What they've elected to do is create a very slight margin of error where they are one or two injuries away from being out of contention. Right, that's what they're trying to rectify by building up the system, the farm system. But you you can rectify that by just spending money. Well, they could try that. And they spent some. You want them to spend more, I get it. I guess my I'd question like is, to see them extend Paxton. You often, you often mention they've won four World Series, right? Nobody can debate that. That'd be f- twice as many as the Celtics and Bruins have in the last 20 years. Why wouldn't they just keep doing what they've done? It's been successful. It is interesting. I think they've shifted their philosophy. Why do you I think? I don't disagree that Why the portfolio has, has what else widened would, their... What else would it be? Yeah, uh, but people change over time. I'm fine with that. It's nope. not like they're bad owners. They're different owners than they were. They, they are different owners because the Red Sox are no longer their, their, their main priority. 
I still think they're a priority. They may oh. not be their main priority. Hey, that's true. Right. Like, if you have two kids, you can't give the other kid the exact amount of attention. You want the world. I know. I understand it. I'm patient. I don't want the world. I want people to get a return on their investment. The Red Sox are worried about their return. What about the people that pay for the prices to go to the games here? What do you think about Bradford's return to the I, show? Well, he never left, so he'll be here. It's the Ken and Curtis Show. Bradford joins us in studio at the Ford Clubhouse Fenway uh, facility. Coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 